Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the Living With Power Hope Podcast. Lena Abujamra here, and I'm your host. This is a special edition of the Hope Podcast. Many of you know that it is the last week of the year. We're finishing up 2020. Some of you are rejoicing right now. This is literally the last day of the year. It happens to be a Thursday where we run the podcast. If you're listening later, no big deal. We are just so happy you're here. Hey, if you've not subscribed to our podcast, you need to do it. Just go to iTunes, put in Living With Power and subscribe. If you have been coming and just want to see what I have to say today, then welcome. This is going to be a little bit of a shorter uh, podcast. It's a list podcast still in the Dear Lena theme. We've got so much planned for next year, but today we're going to pause for a minute. I'm going to review this question. Dear Lena, what are some of your favorite things from 2020? And a basic question, but I'm going to give you a few categories that I think will be um, just reflective and maybe will prompt you to do the same thing in your life in terms of uh, sitting down and journaling through, hey, what did what happened in 2020? How can we process what happened? You still have a few hours today to do that. And uh, hopefully you have learned much in 2020. Man, it has been a year. And so let us uh, start with something fun. Uh, my three uh, fun favorite things of 2020. This is random. Again, I uh, guess I should preface this section by saying that I do not get out much. I, uh, it, it takes a lot for me to learn fun. It is not a natural activity in my life. Some of you, you're naturally fun. I'm not. I'm a worker bee. And uh, for me to you know unwind and do something fun, man, that says a lot. So I just want to give you three of my fun things of 2020. And, uh, and, I'm, I'm, and listen, man, when I like something, I really like it. So here it is, number one. Uh, two of them are TV shows. I'm gonna, I'm gonna warn you. And uh, uh, you know, if you're not into TV, then I'm sorry. But uh, if you are, then you might already have seen them and agree. But the first was a very, very pleasant surprise. Uh, I watched The Queen's Gambit on. Uh, Netflix. Now, I got to preface by saying I knew nothing about it. I did not see any reviews. I just sort of looked at the reading and it sounded like about a woman who plays chess and it just got my attention and I watched it. It's a mini series, meaning, or a short series or a limited series, I guess they call it, which means that it is just one season. I think it's like six to eight episodes. So it's totally manageable. I think I watched it in one or two nights. I don't remember. I was that hooked to it. The Queen's Gambit. Listen, I just loved that show. If you're looking for something fun, I mean, I think, uh, I, you know, I don't have kids, so I can't remember that it had any even thing questionable at all, but just really enjoyed this uh, to show. I thought that it was uh, thoughtful and just, uh, uh, just very basic in terms of um, it's Well, actually, it's not basic at all. It's very character-driven, but just so enjoyable. Sucked me in from beginning to end. All right, I'll keep going. Number two, fun thing of 2020, just sort of, you know, uh, just unexpected in some ways, uh, Ted Lasso. That crept up on me, and I am going to tell you, I want to be Ted Lasso when I grow up. This guy is so positive. He's the antithesis of who I am normally. And I, uh, frankly, I, uh, when I heard the words Ted Lasso, I thought it was a joke, and someone on Facebook was like, hey, you know, people are talking about it, and and then I read some something else in a Gospel Coalition blog that said something about Ted Lasso. So I thought, well, if the Gospel Coalition is writing about it being a good show, then it must be a good show. And and, and not that everything they recommend is good, but uh, but certainly I thought it would be uh, clean and <laughs> decent. And in fact, it has uh, just been so fun to watch that season. This is on Apple TV, worth the money if you're not subscribed to buy that show. Uh, just love it. Just a feel good, happy. Uh, I think it's, again, I don't know, eight or nine episodes. I cannot wait till season two 
So if you have not watched Ted Lasso, Queen's Gambit, uh, three of, two of my three uh, fun favorite things of 2020, here's the third. Uh, I hesitated here. You know, one of them was uh, I was going to say a book. It wasn't really fun, and I was it just contemplated my list. I thought, well, I started going on walks in 2020. That was fun, but just felt really nerdy and lame. So uh, I got to tell you, the, the thing that I listed here for my third fun favorite thing is a candle that I have bought, I think, 14 times. I really literally have bought it 14 times. It's from Target, uh, the Magnolia, you know, Hearth and Heath, whatever, Hearth and Home, Hearth and something uh, category. There's a candle called Sugar Birch candle. If you want your home to smell like Christmas goodness all year round, you need to go stock up on that candle. Specifically, don't get just any sugar birch. birch. There's the one that is like in this white ceramic uh, short, you know, container. Somehow the smell from that is better than any of the other versions. And so I literally have about 14 of them. I just light it and just don't care if I light it for too long because I have an extra one. And when we go to Target now, uh, we stop there and my nephew's like, hey, there's more sugar birch and we grab another couple. And so uh, I love it. So the queen Gambit, Ted Lasso, Sugar Birch Candles from Target. So those are fun things from 2020. Let's go a little bit more uh, serious here. Top three lessons of 2020. What are the top three lessons of 2020 for me? Um, all right, here we go. Number one, vulnerability leads to intimacy, but boy, is it painful. Uh, I think that has been a theme for me in my personal work this year is to learn how to be more vulnerable in the close relationships of my life with my friendships, uh, my, my dear relationships. And, uh, uh, you know, you think you're vulnerable, but but we're not. We hide and, and we uh, show only the part of us that we want people to see. And so when you really open up and tell people who you are, it is freeing. It is uh, It leads to intimacy. If you wonder, you know, why don't you have intimacy with other people? You may question how vulnerable have you been with them about your struggles about who you are, about your needs, uh, and about what you're looking for in relationships. But man, is it painful, and, and people will not always understand you, but it is worth the hard work. It has brought me to the other side of some relationships this year that has been a blessing. So vulnerability leads to intimacy, but boy, is it painful. Number two, uh, this is a big one for 2020. So many of us can connect with that. You cannot hear God's voice in the noise and rush of life. You cannot hear God in noise and rush. You need silence and solitude in order to hear God, to listen to God. This is classic Isaiah 30. In returning and rest will be our strength. In quietness and in rest is our, is our strength. And that verse has is, is so been my theme before, but 2020 has been a year to practice it. To, to you know, We have been forced into this quiet and solitude, and it has invigorated my leaning into the Lord and my listening to the Lord and it has fed my internal walk and I am so grateful for that. So you cannot hear God in the noise and rush of life. You need silence and solitude. I will be saying much about that in 2021, but for now that has been a big, big lesson for me in this last year. Here's a third lesson that has been just just driven to my soul. Uh, nothing stands in the way of God's purposes for me. Nothing stands in the way of God's purposes for me. I started 2020, man, I was in the dumps. I am not joking you. I couldn't see a future for the ministry. I couldn't see how we would get anything accomplished. A couple of weeks ago, we sent an update to our MailChimp subscribers for our ministry, and we listed all of the things that we have done in 2020 by God's grace. And I believe with all my heart that God has a plan for you and nothing will stand in the way of his purposes for you. We, God has placed us in our work in the ministry and it has been an abundantly fruitful year, both in the global work that we do and in the uh, work uh, of creating discipleship resources and, and Bible study content and on and on. And we have just had an outstanding year, a 
reminder that even when we cannot do anything, even when our hands are tied and we're stuck in a prison, so to speak, of home and, and inability to travel and connect with others through the variety of means that we've been used to, that God continues to accomplish his purposes for us. And that ought to encourage you so, so much. Uh, before I hit the top three goals of 2020, I'll kind of take a little bit of a, of a left curve or curveball or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I want to give you biggest three surprises for me of 2020. Can we spend a couple of minutes there? Biggest three surprises for me of 2020. Uh, there's been a lot of surprises in 2020. You know, I, I, I know, I know that. I know that you can make a list. Everybody's making them. But I, I want to sort of give you uh, Lena's top three surprises, things that I didn't expect to like that have a sort of, um, not so, you know, so, they're fun, but sort of surprises. Uh, the first is, is a very obvious one uh, in some ways, uh, the COVID vaccine. I honestly predicted it would take two years to, to happen. I did not see it coming this fast. I know many of the uh, people are still skeptical who are not so much into vaccines about how it will work. I really believe that it is going to give us a step towards going back into normalcy. And I never saw it coming by the end of 2020. I'm so grateful. So the COVID vaccine has been a surprise for me. The other one, um, the second one is sort of... Um, I, I want to say that with caution, but I do want to list it because it has been sort of an interesting um, paradigm shift, maybe not paradigm shift, that sounds so melodramatic, um, but, but just an interesting sort of perspective. The Enneagram, the Enneagram. Now, I'm not, let me, let me tell you this. If you're listening and you're like, she did not say the E word. No, I did. And, and, and I'm not a diehard Enneagram person. I, I do not believe it as a theological truth. I really see it more as a tool that helps us uh, understand who we are. And I have found it to be extremely helpful in understanding a lot of the ways that I react and a lot of ways that I think and a lot of the ways that I interact with other people in 2020. I've, I've spend a little time uh, thinking about that. And uh, you can go ahead and guess my Enneagram. I found it to be in incredibly enriching. I don't spend an overly abundant amount of time reading and studying this, but enough to say that I, um, I've been helped by it. And it has been a surprise for me. I started the year very cynical, did not think that you could learn much from the Enneagram. And those of you who are in love with the Enneagram maybe are a little disappointed to hear that. But the truth is that uh, I am definitely, um, I've been surprised by it and pleasantly so. So the COVID vaccine, the Enneagram, and the third, and man, the third, again, just left field, did not see the surprise. Harry Potter, Harry Potter. I have never read Harry Potter and I've started and I absolutely love that little guy. Listen, I was told that he was from Satan and some of you already sort of might think that. And of course that was back in, in the beginning of the, the launch of those series. And I think since then the Christians have made a turnaround by, by and large. And I think now they're sort of relegated to sort of a, a kid's book that is very interesting. Many, many people have read him. Maybe most of the world has read the series. I'm, I'm just starting it. So I'm a couple books in, but absolutely been surprised and pleasantly so by Harry Potter. I decided to read them rather than watch them. I will eventually watch them, but for now, uh, don't tell me about them because I want to go through them as I'm doing. So uh, my favorite things, three fun things, three top lessons of 2020, three biggest surprises, uh, a couple more categories here, top three goals for 2021, top three goals for 2021. If you have not sat down and, and thought about that, you ought to. Uh, you ought to sit down and think about it. Listen, um, mine are, are simple uh, but difficult. Here's the first. Uh, I want to cultivate delight. I want to cultivate delight in both God and in life. I, I don't enjoy life by and large. I mean, I know we should. I know that it's a good thing to say you do, and I enjoy little bits here and there, but I've not made it a practice to 
to be joyful, to practice joy. Uh, delight, I believe, is something that you can cultivate. The awe of God, walking in nature. It, it takes slowing down and, and thinking and quiet and solitude to enjoy. Uh, people go to nature. Why? Because they can cultivate delight in nature because of that rhythm that changes. And so I am going to make it one of my goals in 2021 to cultivate delight in both God and in the life that he's given me. Number two, um, I'd like to practice kindness daily. Uh, God has done a work in me in that I, uh, I generally am very um, task driven. Uh, I, I have a focus, which sometimes tends to uh, overflow in ab an abrasiveness when things aren't going as smoothly as I want them to go. Uh, probably those who have uh, felt the brunt of it are our customer service reps because you call them when you have a problem. And so I've joked about it in the past, but I really have felt a shift again in my heart this year, a conviction, really a, a, a the Holy Spirit movement in my heart to, to change in that. And so I tell you as a means to, to, to be accountable, but also to let you know I am intentionally working on practicing kindness in 2021. I want to do it in, in every way, in my words, in my deed, uh, deeds, in my, in my thoughts. And so uh, especially with people that I don't understand, that I, that I don't particularly like, and especially in those moments and seasons when things are not going as efficiently as I'd like them to go. So cultivate delight, practice kindness, and third, I want to live more generously. I really want to be intentional about living more generously. I, you know, I, I give, I believe in giving. I'm not saying that, but I think that, uh, I think that in order to give more and to give sacrificially, there has to be an intentionality in that. Um, I had another one that I tossed around whether to go with live generously or stay soft-hearted. I would like to stay soft-hearted, but I think I think as you practice kindness and cultivate delight and live generously, I think that the end result is a heart that is soft towards God and the things of God and towards people. And uh, and and so those are my goals uh, for 2021. Uh, I challenge you again: think about the top three lessons of 2020 and your goals for 2021. Now, uh, just moving into the end of this, a couple more categories. Um, we're talking about my favorite things. Uh, so here we go. Uh, top three teaching resources that we put together in uh, 2020. And if you are not familiar with those, a part of me telling you is to let you know where you can access them. Those are free. Uh, really, honestly, one of the top three for me has been the Unshaken series. On Thursday nights, I teach a Facebook community group, and we went through a series starting COVID online. I teach live on Thursday nights. And um, the Unshaken series uh, was a study of uh, 30 weeks that I put together. They're about 30-minute teachings that started sort of in Genesis and made our way through highlights of the Bible and just been fun. We have those lessons on YouTube. Uh, they are uh, going to enrich your life if you're looking for a fun Bible study series to go through. Um, they have uh, reflection questions. I think that we can uh, send you if you're interested in homeworks. I, I don't know if Irina has the homeworks on, on the YouTube or you can find them on our Facebook page. But anyway, those that's been a fun teaching series that we have put together this year. Uh, we've done a lot, by the way, the healed study, the COVID updates, uh, the fearless over COVID. But my top three teachings that I've enjoyed, you know, I've loved all of them, but the Unshaken series, top of the list. Number two, the funnest resource that I believe we've put together this year was the Power Minutes. The Power Minutes just is a daily online devotional that comes in your inbox seven days a week, 365 days a year. And Irina has uh, taken a lot of the material that I've worked on in the past, and she basically... Um, uh, makes them in a format that you, that basically you can get it in your inbox every day. And we have had so much great feedback. Uh, it's simple. It's, it's, 
pointed, it's practical. If you're looking for an online devotional that's free, go to livingwithpower.org and you'll get a pop-up, I believe, that you can put in your email and you'll be able to subscribe. You will genuinely love this. A great day to do it is today because we're starting a new year and therefore you will um, be able to start this new year with a daily devotional to work with. So I encourage you to do that. The third top resource that I have enjoyed uh, is this. Dear Lena, this has been a fun, fun thing that uh, we brainstormed at our leaders retreat. Uh, we were trying to think about which direction to go with our podcast and I had done a lot of different things and just wanted a rhythm of ways to ch talk about challenging things and do it in a way that was me and and the Dear Lena was created and uh, y'all know how this works. You guys send me questions about faith, life, and culture, and everything in between, and I just address them in three bullet points, and it has been fun. It has gotten some great you know, feedback from you guys, good momentum, but I have just enjoyed thinking through difficult ideas and trying to come up with practical Christian biblical ways to address those post Christian postmodern um, ways that, or conversations that many of us are trying to have in this world. So uh, if you've enjoyed any of these resources or if you're looking for other great resources, uh, that brings me to the last section, which is um, sort of guiding you to sort of the next, what are the top three resources to look for in 2021? So sort of a look back and a look forward. So top three resources to look forward to in 2021. I'm going to go ahead and break the seal on this one. Number one, a highlight of our year coming up, I believe, is going to be the release of my new book. It won't come out till October by Moody Publishers. It's called Fractured Faith, uh, Finding Your Way Back to God in an Age of Deconstruction. Uh, and you are going to, I genuinely believe, enjoy reading this book, but also it will minister to many, many of you. I know it. I know it. Uh, I've gotten uh, a lot of early readers groups feedback, and uh, I believe this book uh, has been uh, born out of pain, but will... Uh, uh, heal many. I believe it and I'm praying for it and I cannot wait for you to get your hands on it. So we'll tell you more about it as the year comes up, but some more practical things that are coming in the nearer future. Uh, we are relaunching our app. If you have not downloaded our app, this is one of our top three resources to look for in 2021. Why? Because it's going to have an organized, easy flow and system of notifications for you to access our studies. I've already looked at the uh, drafts that Irina has been putting together. Irina is my awesome superstar right hand. I started off as an assistant and now runs our marketing and creative content. She takes what I put together and makes it into a language that you guys can decipher and enjoy. And so she is finishing up this app. It will be available in the next week or two. So uh, we will give you a heads up in social media. We will let you know when it's ready, but you can go ahead and download it, I believe now. But, but again, you will want to have the app. It is free and uh, all of the resources on it are free. It truly is a great resource with Bible studies in all form or fashion uh, that we've put together throughout the years that will be available for you. So you're going to enjoy that. Top three resources, Fractured Faith, the app. And then thirdly, I've mentioned it, but I will mention it now again, the Facebook community uh, Bible study page that we are hosting. Uh, we meet every Thursday. We take a week off here and there. We are off now. We will be off until January 14th is when we're restarting. When we restart, you will want to be part of the new year. I'm going, I've called the new year sort of a basics year. We just finished the Unshaken series. Now in this new year, I'm going to cover in four to seven weeks series. I've got three or four teachings series that we're doing and I'll do in little, you know, stints of four to six weeks, that sort of rhythm. And basically I'm going to cover basic themes of the Christian faith from, you know, basic Christianity to next level faith to um, we're going to cover uh, spiritual warfare. We're going to cover spiritual gifts 
we're going to build into the year. We've this, we did not do this last year, but after doing a series, we're going to take two weeks of discipleship and we're going to just have conversations uh, through the Facebook Live system. We love our Facebook community. Uh, you guys, to join it, you just go to livingwithpower.org and you click at the top of the page on a blue box that says join our community. You can find it on Facebook, but this is the easiest way to find it. Go to livingwithpower.org, click on join our community. Listen, if you are, this is the time of year when people go, okay, how am I going to, how am I going to enrich my spiritual life in the upcoming year? This is how you do it. You get daily devotionals in your inbox. You find apps that give you free resources that will encourage you and you join communities. And you know, look, if you have a church and a small group, great. This is extra. Or if you don't have a church and a small group, this is your way to connect with people. So I am telling you, if you want to draw closer to God, it starts when you make the study of his word a priority in your life. So join us on Thursday nights. This is one of our top places to pour into you and to connect with you. Hey, uh, this brings me to the end of uh, my uh, favorite things of 2020 and looking forward into 2021. Uh, it has been a joy to serve you in this last year. We're going to wrap up 2020, put it behind us, like get thee behind me, Satan, right? But we are going to look forward to a fruitful, enjoyable, God-honoring, exciting, delightful year coming up. And so, hey, happy new year. I cannot wait to catch you on the other side of this uh, year. And I uh, just uh, pray that you will continue to grow in grace and in peace with God the Father and with your fellow man. Hey, I love you guys. If you'd like to reach me in any way, send me an email at dearlena at livingwithpower.org. Remember to share this podcast with your friends. Like it. Leave us a comment. Let us know how we can pray for you. Let us know how God is using these resources to bless your life. And above all, uh, keep looking to Jesus. He is the hope of the world and he loves you so much. Have a great year. See you guys next time.